The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Then apparently all you have to do is jump on a royal penis and you'll be just fine. Complain about how difficult your life is and say everybody's unfair to you. Uh, uh, and then say back. nobody to and then say nobody taught you to curtsy, even though in your Oprah interview you said Fergie did. Please stop lying. Welcome to the show. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, talking about all things Hollywood. I'd like to apologize, by the way. On behalf of the entertainment industry to the British people and the royal family, uh, we don't want Meghan Markle. Fuck her. You can take her back. Take her back. She hasn't left. I don't want that bitch. She's like, she's a Harry. bad representation. Man, I'm so happy to be back from my hiatus last week, and I'm so upset. Hey, Sonia missed... did a great job replacing you. Sonia did a you. fantastic job. I'm so upset mm-hmm. I didn't get to speak with uh, Officer Bird myself. I look forward to having him back on the show. And uh, props to Sonia. Thank you so much for stepping in and doing that for us. She tonight. did you better than you do you. We're going to leave that exactly as you said it. <laughs> um, but we have actually a lot to get to today before we bring on our, our special guest. So first Fuck Meghan Markle. Fuck Meghan Markle. <laughs> By the way, guys, every time we curse, I believe, we get... Yeah. Every time we use bad language on this show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Uh, Fuck Meghan uh, Markle. That, that's it, yes. No, it's it's in all seriousness... I, I I really think that woman needs some psychological help. I'm not I'm angry about the behavior. Yeah. But the compulsive lying and making the making up stories. You know, they're not even going to make a response to her documentary series. At least as far as we know, they're not going to make a response because it's not an individual allegation. It's so many. And there's so, so many bullshit. holes in what she says well, that they're just not even going to bother. The problem is, as soon as it came out, it contradicted everything else she'd said in different interviews. Well, like the curtsy thing you mentioned. Well, yeah, but I'm kind of sitting there and I want to, like, smack, like, the, the Prince Harry. And I'm like... Can you not see that your wife needs some psychological help? Like anybody that's lying like that, get her some help. Like Wait. don't buy into the delusion, asshole. Another member I'm of- I'm sorry, I'd like to apologize to my grandma for calling a member of the aristocracy uh, an asshole, but I'm really mad at Prince Harry. Speaking of members <laughs> of aristocracy, another one of them came out recently and she made a book about this too and she discussed how Harry's not the most uh, mentally adept outside of the royal family. She she basically called him an imbecile outside of royal She said that he's used duties. to following a queen and, and he's, he's still found, following a queen. He's found a new queen to follow. Mm-hmm. Now there's also speculation that he wanted out anyways, um, but that she probably was the catalyst to him getting out. I'm sure he wasn't happy being second fiddle to his you know, brother at some point. I give zero fucks. If you want to give get out of the royal family, cool. Give back your title because the deal with the title yeah. is that you put your country first, you put the people of your country first. Right. It's not like a present like woohoo. It's not something you're entitled to. Well, you know, they to. should stop referring to them as the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. They need to cut those t- ties. I, I, I wish His Majesty King Charles would, but it is up to him. I think they're waiting to see what happens with uh, Harry's book. The reality is it seems that all the lying that she's doing, like even when she did that curtsy thing, Harry looked embarrassed in the interview. Oh, yeah. Those, but, eyes, were, those eyes were very telling. But it's... 
he needs to get that woman some psychological help because the truth of the matter is psychological help. I she do. Doesn't. People she... don't lie like that. That's no, not they normal. Do. People do no, lie no, like I that. I work in Hollywood. We're all liars, and we don't believe that shit. Well, it's not that everyone. Our... It's not that everyone in Hollywood is a, is a narcissist is a narcissist or a huge amount or a huge liar. But she uh, is. Shout out to H.G. Tudor. You're where we decided she was a narcissist. Uh, yeah, no, you told us she was, and we believe you because of all the evidence you have. <laughs> no, flat out, it's not. Look, she's Hollywood, not going to get any help. Help's he, not going to do anything for her. Me, she is who she me, is. Hear me here. Hollywood sells this all the time. It's the secret of success. They don't want you to know. Every, you know, this secret or that secret or the secret to wait. Like, I am so inundated with bullshit and selling bullshit every day. And I have no problem with bullshit. I respect bullshit. But when people spout it and things change like that, and it's almost like she's starting to believe it, that woman needs but psychological you, help. No, she doesn't. That's how you sell a lie. You have to believe it. If you if you were to really, sit I lie her down, all the time, and I don't believe if you what were I to say. Really sit her down and question her privately, away from everything, gave her total confidence. She'd probably spill a little bit, but she has to convince herself that what she's saying is true. Otherwise, she can't sell it to the rest of the public. She has to make sure that we believe it. In order for that to happen, she has to believe it. But it's just such blatant horseshit. Well, there's tons of blatant horseshit. Another topic I wanted to get to was the whole PED scandal with the guy called Liberty. Oh, Liver shout King. out. Happy birthday to uh, The Rock. The Rock. He's I'm, a huge I, part of this too, actually. Uh, okay. I was going to shout. It, it came up. And not that the PEDs reminded me of The Rock. I've already been sued by him twice. Like, I'm not putting those two together. The only people I want suing me are the Church of Scientology right now. Mm. And there was one other person I was trying to get to sue the, me. Oh, uh, Andrew Tate. And Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate. Uh, is a secret lesbian and he has no penis. Please sue me, Andrew Tate. And he and he's a member of the Church of Scientology. And he's a member of the Church of Scientology who runs a secret cabal where they teach um, aliens how to perform fellatio. Please sue me, Church of Scientology. <laughs> but like I was saying, the, it, this reminds me exactly of what happened with the Liver King because he said for years he pushed a, an all-natural physique type of supplements and workout regime and he was on the sauce. He was on so many different supplements that he had like a list of 12, I had an itemized list of 12 different uh, specimens he was taking every single day. A dosage, a quality, quantity, all that stuff. Swallowing horse semen. And, and you know, and, and honestly, uh, I'm sure there's tons of people in the same boat as him who are just pushing the natural body type and workout and healthy eating, but obviously can't do it. And I say The Rock because if you look at him back in his 20s and 30s and he was on WWE, he was jacked. But you look at him now, he's 50, he's incredibly cut. He looks like a, a bodybuilder. They're ready for I'm competition not, I'm all gonna, the time. I'm going to say this. Remember the photos we see are curated. He could be dehydrated. It could just be after a workout. You can't keep that body. It's physically impossible. I, I, okay. So, Rock, sue him, not me. Yeah, so you can go ahead and take me to court. If you want all this to come out and you got to prove that you're not on the sauce, that is okay, bro. I'm not, I'm like not picking the rock. on you either. I like I'm the not rock. picking and on I, him. And I don't like the Rock. And I, I thought you liked the Rock. I'm not picking on him, you know? All the power to you. Take all the, the PEDs you can. You know, if they had, what is it? I actually would encourage people, if they want to do uh, steroids and they want to fight or compete in the same thing I do, do it, but do it in your own league. Do it in a separate event from what I do. Don't fight me when you're on the sauce. Fight some other dude who's on the sauce. Juice yourself to the gills. Who cares? Same thing with The Rock. He's got no reason to not be on steroids if he wants to. Do it all you want. But then don't I thought you don't said steroids shrink, shrink Don't BS junk. and lie about it. You said steroids shrink your junk. I'm sure there are side effects to it. Like that. And That's that why you call. said you wouldn't take it. I'm not saying I want to take steroids. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you're going to do it, be honest about it. Because what you're doing otherwise is you're, you're promoting like a brand. You're promoting supplements. And same thing with Megan's doing. She's promoting a brand. She's no, promoting products. Me Megan Markle is a liar that needs psychological help. 
I'm not going to comment on the rock. All in the but name he's of doing the same. Money. Think of it the same way as Kim Kardashian. Okay. She sells herself as all natural. She's not going to tell you she's had a full facelift and a face done. I fucking love Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I, I think that woman's brilliant. She sells beautifully. Yeah. She sells Kim Kardashian as a character. If you ever hear her talk when she's not on camera, mm-hmm. she's a highly intelligent, highly articulate woman. Mm-hmm. She sounds like a bimbo half the time when she's on camera. Paris Hilton, same thing. Both incredibly intelligent women. That is the only aspect I get because you sold yourself off that. But all I'm saying is from the beginning, from the from the get-go, don't make crap up, right? Because inevitably it comes out, inevitably you have to apologize. Well, I'm sorry. We are, can't all be as nice and natural as you, Mr. Hairbearman. I, listen, it's funny when the, you say that. I'm not on any testosterone. I don't even take supplements regularly, which I probably should I be, I know, to it's be an ongoing argument. I can't even get you to take your vitamins. Right, right. Um, I've never gotten the com. I've never gotten the comment that but I was on testosterone. You, but if you, someone wants to say that, that'd make me so happy because it, it would look like I'm awesome. Like if I look like I'm on, you don't look like not, you're on PEDs. I don't, right? <laughs> no. But that's because I you have, have a, the tummy belly. I do, but I, that's because I have a natural vibe. Now some people can be super, unbelievably, you know, cut low body fat percentage, muscly at and have no drugs in them and not take and get the, uh, PEDs or testosterone or estrogen blockers. They could do that. Um, the same way you can build up fame and notoriety okay. and make a whole documentary about yourself out. without lying and sucking the cock of the prince of whoever. Okay, hear me out. Okay. She can suck whatever she wants, and I hope she does suck. But, and I hope she does it well because it's cost him a great deal, so he better be getting his money's worth. Honestly, I feel like Harry <laughs> hasn't seen that, seen her naked in bed in years. She probably has him on the side watching her do it with somebody else at this point. You really think he's that, turned into that much of a cock? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Don't pick on my royal family of the cry. <laughs> he did this oh, to himself, man. man. I'm is, like, I can choice. say I can say that about my royal family. This is his fault. But I will say this. You guys included mm-hmm. one of us, so you get to say two now. Oh my god. You Every time there's an in. American, there's a problem. You accepted us back it's, into the light. Uh, you, you we know? should have just left you guys out. You should just, have. Just, you should have left the colonies alone. You didn't need to attack us over some tea, but hey. Oh, the, reality, pay, the, rea- the reality the reality is over, you asleep. sent Wallace Simpson as well it's not like you guys haven't no, sent no no she was a Nazi Germany implanted her to us by you know without us knowing then she came over yeah you guys just have a history of sending outrageous ridiculous women we only sent I, I guarantee you only sent why Megal, couldn't you send us Kim Megal, Kardashian I, we only sent Megan I Megan what's up why couldn't you send Kim Kardashian you know what? If one of the royal family members wants to get in bed with Kim K, we can kind of unite the countries again. We can make I'm this cool right. I'm cool with that. I'm Kim sure. K, like, hell, give him Beyonce. Beyonce is the queen of America. Get her. Ooh, Jay-Z may not like that. I don't care. Fuck Jay-Z. <laughs> Fuck Jay-Z. He was never good enough for her. Don't you A lot of Queen people <laughs> agree with you on that one for that matter. Um, I don't know enough about their relationship to even say After it. the elevator issue, she should have left Jay-Z and married Prince. Wait, that like? wasn't her beating him up, though, was no, it? No, it was, it, was, it was his sister. Oh. But that's my point. After, after he cheated, she should have left him for Prince Harry, and then the world would be united. Just hear me out there. But I, I am going to jump to this and say I agree with you on the PED thing. You have to remember, you've made a point with your brand when you talk on social media of transparency. Right. You talk about you let people see who you are, Mm -hmm. flaws and all. Yeah. You talk about your mistakes, but it's easy for you. You're a really nice person. Annoyingly so. Not to say The Rock isn't a a bad guy. He's a nice person too when you meet him and talk to him. He's – there's nothing wrong – He sued me twice. There's nothing (laughs) wrong with him that I am aware of other than he's lying about – let's put it this way. I am 99% sure he's lying about his PED. Not usage. They are being given to him by the Church of Scientology <laughs> and Andrew Tate, who is secretly gargling horse semen. 
Please sue me, Andrew Tate. Provided by the Church of Scientology. Provided by the Church of Scientology. Please sue me. I really would like you to sue me, Andrew Tate, and the Church of Scientology. Guys, we are going to be on with McDojo uh, talking less about horse semen when we come back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, uh, even though, when's your next fight? January? January 21st. January 21st. Uh, the baddest bear that's training to get back in the cage, who's put on 30 pounds and has to cut it. It's like 25. It's 25. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Put on 25 pounds that he has to cut for his next fight. And our very special guest, you guys love him. You always ask for him back and we never ask him your questions. And then I get hate mail. The one, the only, Rob from McJojo Life. G'day, Rob. Welcome to the show. What up, y'all? Hopefully you're doing fantastic. We are. I'm, I'm really going to try, try and avoid the hate mail this time. I'm actually going to ask you some of the questions that people have written in because they get mad. <laughs> like, you have a very devoted fan base, dude. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad that they uh, they like what I do, man. So well, You have spent years cultivating it. You have to turn towards the microphone. Why are you staring at your phone? Stop looking. Bear is currently here sitting looking you up. <laughs> now, my biggest question and the most important thing I have to ask you is for anyone new here, tell everyone quickly who you are and what you do. So I call out fakes, frauds, phonies, con men, and pedophiles in the martial arts industry. That is such – you know, that's such a, a – 
a godsend for this community because there, like you said before and say every time, there is no regulating. There's no regulation on what we do, especially when it comes to who's a teacher, who owns a dojo, who's yeah, at this point, who's even a fighter because there's just so many and so difficult to track. I actually completely agree with you. My jujitsu teacher severely injured my knee and I'm in a knee brace. You were already injured and you refused to tell me when you were in pain. I asked you if you were in pain. That's not my fault, man. That's not my fault. It I'm not taking responsibility. I'll responsibility for that one. Her knee, Rob, if you were to straighten out her knee and put your hand on the kneecap, it sounds like crushed gravel. Oh, that sounds like, like a problem. Yeah, it is a problem. about that. Mm. So what made you decide to start calling out fake martial artists? And don't say, say Steven Seagal, because everyone that has written in said Steven Seagal made you do it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've like 40 well, messages. I've never, I've never met Steven Seagal, so <laughs> I've only heard about his accusations and allegations. So, um, and he apparently likes sandwiches a lot for some reason. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> when it comes down to doing what I do for a living, I, I just had a conversation with a student. Student, uh, it was only a second class ever at a noon class, and we got on the subject of McDojo's. So a whole bunch of guys were standing around talking about McDojo's, which has been a term. It's been around way longer than I've ever, you know, than I've been in martial arts. And uh, after everybody left, he pulled me to the side and he goes, hey, man, uh, what's a McDojo? And I explained it to him. And then after I explained it to him, he asked me, why doesn't anybody do anything about that? And I was like, that's a good question. So I started McDojo like the next day. Now, along with this process of you calling out fakes and phonies and pedophiles in the industry, you've also received like, I don't know. I think I don't think physical. No one's that stupid. But verbal attacks uh, and, and hate for doing this over the years. What's that like for you? I guess it's just a part of the job. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's kind of like the surprise in the Lucky Charms box. You know, <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be in there, but then when I started digging, all of a sudden that popped up like surprise. This is this is your treat. <laughs> um, no, that's but... like somebody shitting in the Lucky Charms box. <laughs> that's it. not like. It's not the good part. <laughs> well, you know. I got to say, I, I don't mind it. I, I expect something like that because I think that if I wasn't doing my job well, then the people that I'm calling out, they wouldn't be bothered by me. But clearly they are. So good. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes to charity. Yep. Um, have you ever been concerned by anything they've said? Have you ever uh, been worried about them? Uh, only one time I've, I've ever been concerned. I've had two confrontations in person. Um, which were funny because they were like internet trolls, and then I told them where I would be. Um, and then when I met them, they were just apologetic, <laughs> which is weird because they talked so much shit online. And then when they met me, they were like, I'm not a small guy. I'm like 6'1", 200-pound guy. So I think a lot of people <laughs> think I'm like some skinny little nerd. And so because of that, um, I guess when they meet me in person, it throws them off. Um, no, you would... um, yeah. But I've had letters from lawyers sent to me before. Um, one of which I wiped my ass with and posted that up. Um, that is my new I've favorite had... video. I need to find that. <laughs> yeah, it's on there. Oh, <laughs> oh man. I've never it. heard that one before. Yeah, it's a Henzo, one of Henzo Gracie affiliates. He um, was stalking and harassing a woman. Um, and I do believe on, on, uh, on YouTube it's called Stalking, Harassment, and Jiu-Jitsu. And uh, I did a full expose about this instructor who was stalking and harassing a woman. And then lied and said, no, I never stalked or harassed them. They're lying. And then I found the police report that clearly labeled it as stalking and harassing. And then when I said, I asked him questions about, hey, man, I'm going to do this story. Would you like to send me a uh, statement? He sends me a four-page statement. And then like two or three days later, sends me a, uh, a, a lawyer letter. 
saying cease and desist. Like, cease and desist. Yeah. Yep. I was like, nah, dog. <laughs> I sent <laughs> I sent it to my lawyer, and he was like, yeah, man, you're doing fine. You're all right. Do what you want. <laughs> and so I did. What you did was wipe your ass with it. That is. Uh, That's, you, you are now my hero. That is great. Just because I'm curious now, did he have a response to that or did he let it go after that one? What could he do? He nope, was in the right. <laughs> I never heard back from the lawyer. I never heard back from him. He, he just never said another word after I did the story because everything I said was true. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're not going to hit me for slander. You're not going to hit me for liable. It's not defamation of character. It's all 100% true and factual. <laughs> so there was nothing he could do. And the beautiful thing, about someone trying to sue you for slander, liable, or defamation of character is the moment they do that and you win in court. When you countersue, you can countersue for defamation and win immediately because nice. huh. clearly they were defaming your name. <laughs> so That's brilliant. That's Yeah. Now, I kind of wish he did try now. You'd that would be money better, yeah. The, uh, be great. Now, I'd be like a Henzo <laughs> Gracie affiliate school owner. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask this. You've had a lot of comments. Uh, one of the people that is kind of now, he was a problem in the past, uh, Joshua Fabia, has come out recently yeah. online and is trying to copy kind of what you do where he's calling out fake martial artists. Are that's, you serious? Yeah, that's a new thing. Oh, shit. But it's like copy and paste from McDojo. I have never, I have not heard that. I find okay. that interesting. I'd love to learn more about it. <laughs> I, will, I will send you the video. I found it by happenstance on YouTube. That is insane yeah, that he of all leader. people, him of all people. Nobody likes Fabia like Fabia. You know, <laughs> he's like, he's kind of like, he reminds me of that, like the one gnome who works for Santa, who's just really angry that he, you know, he can't become a dentist. So he's going to take it out on everybody else. <laughs> that is the greatest description I've ever heard. Well, he was definitely, I'd say he goes into the McDojo category. Uh, when we spoke with uh, Sanchez after... He'd left Fabia. He is still afraid that Fabia is going to hurt him. Yeah, Fabia is a douche. Like, anybody who is going to be someone's mentor and, like, really go out of their way to say, hey, I am Diego's mentor. And if you watch any of his behavior up until their split, that was what he was all about. That was his, his wave of fame. Every time something came up about Diego, he automatically burst in the room. He was very loud. And he's like, I don't think you're treating Diego right. And he did it just to get in the spotlight. Because the moment they split, he was on your show, and he mm -hmm. talked nothing but shit about Diego the entire time. For like he an he sent, dick. he sent, uh, we refused to read it. He actually had sent before the show, uh, it was supposed to be, we'd originally booked Diego and Fabio on, and the show was offering uh, Diego counseling. Still is, we've had Diego on since, and we're taking care of counseling for him. Um, but we were having both of them on, and then they split the day before that. And then Fabius sent us uh, Sanchez's divorce records, MMA records, UFC records, medical records, history, like all this shit that he should not have sent trying to make him look crazy and is trying to get us to read this stuff out on air. I'm like, you're on fucking crack. That's not happening. <laughs> like, no, that's, it is bad. That's a, that's a douchebag. I mean, if I looked up the definition of douchebag in any dictionary, I'm pretty sure it's got Fabius' face. And it also says like four nine or some shit like that by it. <laughs> I'm stealing that line, just FYI. Um, so for you, when you deal, you deal with people like Fabio all the time. You deal with these people that have this culty attitude that brainwash 
people, otherwise capable people. What was the biggest yeah. impact you feel you've had? Um, I, you know, it's, I don't think there's like one major one. I, there was one recently, there was a company called Endo Athletics and Endo Athletics is run by some asshole. I don't remember his name. doesn't matter. Uh, but Endo Athletics, that guy who runs it, runs three different companies. He runs the apparel company. He runs a jiu-jitsu tournament, and he also runs his martial arts school. And there are entire pages on Facebook, groups, dedicated to the thousands upon thousands of dollars that this guy has ripped people off from. That came across my desk, I don't know, probably like five months ago. And when that came across my desk, I was like, I could do a story about this guy and rip him apart. Or I was like, I could probably get these people their money back. <laughs> so I went that route, and I think I've been able to get at least five, $6,000 back to people now. That's incredible. Wow. That's really incredible. I probably still do. Obviously, I'm still talking shit about the man. Of <laughs> so course. Like, I probably still will do a story about him. But I told him, I was like, dude, if you can't get these people their money back, I'm probably going to do a story about this and make sure that everybody knows. And then he immediately starts giving people their money back. And, I mean, we're talking about people who didn't get money for, like, seven years. And he's just, like, going back through his records, tossing money back at him, refunds and all. I think that is incredible that you have that level of power to protect people and the way you're using it. Like, I have to admit, if I had that level of power, it would not be used for good. <laughs> like, like I, I, I'd be full on Lex Luthor at that point. But you're really helping people. I think that's incredible. I don't know. I think I'm just an asshole like everybody else, but I'm glad that I can help people out while being an asshole, I guess. I, I think the fact that you're getting people their money back protecting and protecting people from this kind of... Um, it, evens, it squares everything out. Yeah, it squares it off. We are going to go to break, guys. When we come back, we're going to be talking more with Rob from McDojo Life. I'm Summer Helene. We're in with my co-host, the baddest bear who put on 25 pounds since he was last in the cage, Bear Fjorda, and we'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. 
listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fjorda. And you better win in January because your losing streak is really starting to piss me off. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and our very, very special guest, Rob from McDojo Life. You guys love him, I know, because I get a lot of emails whenever we don't ask him questions. So I promise I'll ask him at least a few of your questions. Welcome back, Rob. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm here. Can you oh, hear me? Oh, my God. I thought we lost <laughs> him. I'm like, oh, my gone. God. What are we going to do? We'll, we'll do magic tricks to Rob. Oh, I'll just do my best Rob impersonation in the meantime. You cannot impersonate Rob. He Absolutely tells when not. people impersonate martial artists. He'll tell on you. <laughs> Who am I going to tell? Me? <laughs> like, how dare he be me? <laughs> now, I know uh, Bear's looking forward to going down to the combat karate thing just because he wants to go see you. He's, like, legit going down to take the trip. Because he wants to see you. Well, yeah, absolutely. You have be great. so many fans in the martial arts industry. What's it like to have that level of impact? Oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I cool, I guess. I just I, at the end of the day, I just kind of keep my nose down and just keep moving forward and hope that I can help some people. Um, it's, it, I mean, there have been some pretty cool things that happen, um, mostly because people like what I do. Um, Adam who is the, the president of karate combat. He's the reason I even go was because he reached out to me and he was like, yo dude, would you like to come down? And, uh, so I go, um, Mo from ADCC, he flew me out to Vegas so I can go to ADCC, which is very cool. Um, it's just a, a strange thing, you know, cause only like, like 10 years ago, I was just a full-time martial arts instructor, just teaching. And I thought that was going to be the path I was going to go down, but, even before that, I thought I was going to be a fighter. And then, you know, I guess every couple of years you change priorities or you change goals and you just keep moving forward. Well, this has definitely been a goal, at least what it seems like has been a goal for you to keep doing this for everyone in the community for so many years now. Has there been a, a highlight? Is there a particular moment that really stands out to you that tells you, yeah, this is all worth it? Absolutely. Every time I get a thank you. <laughs> um, anytime somebody writes me and says thank you because of X, Y, or Z, um, but the real, I guess the real highlight is there are other people that do what I do now. Um, I think that's fucking cool because, you know, you got pages like fake black belts. You have, uh, Steven strangles people. Um, you're even like a, a totally pointless TV, which is literally a guy who I'm pretty sure never trained martial arts a day in his life also calling out frauds. So it's like great to see like more people getting on the bandwagon of not putting up with that shit. Because that means that a real impact is being made. Then you're not just dealing with, like, one person doing it. You're dealing with an army of people who don't put up with that shit. So that's a real impact. Is fake black belts a thing? Do people fake having black belts? Absolutely, all the time. Why? What would be the benefit? I mean, look at Frank Dukes. Frank Dukes, for instance. I'm not saying that he's a fake black belt, but he's definitely a liar and a fraud. I mean, the entire premise of blood sport is based off a lie. Yeah. And he was and he able to get fame and money. <laughs> yeah. Film rights to oh. it. Was it. He wasn't the one that wrote those romantic novels, was he? Those porno novels where he said he was a black belt? <laughs> no, that's a that's Ashita Kim. Yeah, that's Ashita him. Ashita Kim is a much better writer. But um, 
if you're into that. <laughs> but Ashita Kim is also not as charismatic. So he's not like uh, one of those people that can just walk into a room and pitch a movie like Frank Dukes could. So he's got less charisma, but he's a much better writer. Do, do you think these original guys that like lied about it and brought it to the forefront have inspired this next generation of people who are like, look, I'll kill you with my chi? Uh, what about them? Sorry. Is oh. there, is, do you think there's a direct correlation between the people like Ashita Kim, Frank Dukes, and the people who now fake their way through the martial arts world? Do you think they may have been inspired by their these two predecessors? Absolutely. Nine times out of ten, it's like any other martial art. It's lineage. So they literally are their instructors, and they just pass down the bullshit. Like um, one example, which is pretty – I mean, it's not as famous, but I think people should look into it, is a guy named Evan Pantazzi. Now, Evan Pantazzi was a direct disciple, I guess you could say, student of George Dillman. George Dillman, very famous con man. He was yeah. outed on National Geographic. He couldn't, like, one of his students couldn't knock somebody out with their chi. Um, but Evan Pantazzi was a fifth-degree black belt under George Dillman, and then he passes it down to his own organization now. So I, lineage I, is huge. I love that you use the Dillman Raider, by the way. The yeah. Dillman, that, that yeah. is my favorite thing in the entire world. How many Dillmans? Um, <laughs> that, it was genius. <laughs> but why? why do you think, uh, sorry to interrupt No, 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 go, go. I, I'm curious, why do you think people with all this knowledge out there still end up students of these guys? And then more than that, how do you think they fall into believing in this chi or energy bullshit? Well, yeah, even people like Sanchez, who had a ton of talent, fell for fuckface, Fabia. Um, I think that's a deep question. Like, uh, during filming for the documentary, which we're still working on, I'm waiting on one person to sign one piece of paper. <laughs> um, you can't and then I can tell, tell you yet. who it is. <laughs> so I can't tell you who it is yet until he signs the paperwork. I can give you a hint. I can okay. say he runs a very famous martial arts gym. And I can also tell you he's in San Diego. So if anybody can figure that out, that's all on you, but I can't tell you his name. Um, but once he signs, which he, he his assistant told us, we're looking at January. So I'd love to be able to make that announcement. Simply can't yet. It sucks. Oh. Sucks real bad for me. Um, but yeah, so, but we talked to psychologists and when we did, it's the, the whole point of the entire, I guess, idea of what's going on is that any of us could be fooled. Anytime we think we can't be fooled, it's easier to fool you. Huh. Okay. So you think they're just getting scammed because they think they're never going to fall for it? Like, do you think someone such as yourself could walk into these places and, okay, I know this is fake, but I want to see it for myself. Could you be convinced? Could you be fooled after that? There is no way Rob is going to walk into some place and be like, yeah, I can do this cheap. No, 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 Rob, but another experienced martial artist. Well, let's say hypothetically you went into anything with a preconceived notion. Chances are good you're not going to walk out with a different notion. Nine times out of ten, you're just going to believe what you were told. But, like, let's say you walked into a restaurant and someone else told you it was the greatest steak ever. But you've already had experience with great steak. So you already have something to bounce that off of. You can say, well, I've already had a steak at this place. So if it's better than that, then maybe I'll say it is. But you already have experience. If you've never had a steak before and you walk into a steakhouse and someone says this is the greatest steak ever, even if it's the worst steak ever, it's still the greatest steak ever because you don't have any other experience. It's okay. very similar to like a, a car, a mechanic. If you know nothing about cars and your mechanic just tells you you need to fix all these things, 
if you believe the mechanics, you're going to pay whether those things are broken or not. Um, scamming people is not hard to do. That's unfortunate in my mind. That actually makes me very terrified because I'm not a car guy. So I can't. I feel I feel nervous personally ever walking into I, an auto shop. See, I know cars, so that doesn't stress me. But like, I I'd be afraid to join a cult or something. You should be afraid to join a cult. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> the thing. Is like, if you're in a cult, it's never called a cult. Um, it's always something different. Like for instance, back in the day, they used to call them pyramid schemes, right? MLMs, well, yeah. Pyramid scheme doesn't sound very good, so they changed the name to multi-level marketing. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't sound nearly as bad. And then now I'm sure there's a new name once now that people have picked up on that. The idea is that you think it's your idea. That's, that's half the battle of scamming people. Like if I ever did, have you ever done a game called Three Card Money? Yes. I've, heard, I've seen yeah. it and heard of it, but I never played it. I have. It's, it's super simple, right? It's a magician's trick. You have two red cards and a, a black card, right? And I tell you, I want you to find the black card. And I move the cards around on the table, and then you point to a card because you think that's the card. You think it's your idea to point at that card. It's not. It was an implanted idea. While that person was showing you the black card, and they went to go put it down, they put down a red card instead. They forced you to look at that card. It's not your idea. So whenever you made the decision and they revealed to you that you were fooled, you're blown away. You're like, I don't, I don't understand. The card was right there. Just because they're professionals at what they do. No one would ever go to a law, uh, like, like, for instance, I would never go to court and think I'd be better at being a lawyer than an actual lawyer. But people, for some reason, think that they can fight when they've never trained. It's wild. I wonder why that is, why people have that mindset of, I can take on this dude or I can fight this guy, and I have zero fight experience. They just think they can magically pull it out of their ass. Well, it's the same thing with, like, people who think that they can out-con a con man. <laughs> like... If someone's been a con artist for 30 years of their life and you've never conned anyone a day in your life, why would you ever think that you'd be better at it than them? Why do you think you'd ever be able to spot it? That's a profession. (laughs) That's what they do. So it's just like any other profession. I know that I'm not going to be a better lawyer than a lawyer. So why do I think I'll be able to spot a con artist? A real professional, you're not going to see it coming unless you've already been there, done that. Hmm. That's actually a really, really good point. And thought about it before, actually, in my mind. See, it's now just, you've I mean, given us... That's crazy. That's really yeah, good, 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 good point. Put that up against any other profession. And would you be as good as a professional in that profession if you yourself were not a professional? Like, would you be a not. better NASCAR driver? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be, but that, then again, my stepfather worked for NASCAR, so I know how much time, effort, and energy really goes into that. Um not just get behind a wheel and drive. Um, but, you know, that goes for anything. I'm not going to be a better baseball player because not my thing. But somebody else might be able to fool me because it isn't my thing. And I think the same thing goes for the profession you're in now. You created this, uh, you started this bandwagon of people who would now hop on and call out fake martial artists, but you really are the one who does it best. No one's going to get around you in what you do. I mean, I can't say that. I mean, there have okay, we'll definitely been times you. where I I didn't win. You know, it happens. Meaning you were wrong about the person, or they just happened to be like that good a con man, or what? Well, like for instance, if somebody's in a cult, it's very difficult to get them out of a cult. You can probably stop them from joining in the first place, 
but pulling people out of a cult is really hard. Um, and sometimes, like depending on what you're calling out, you're, you, even though you can show the world the truth, it doesn't mean that people want to accept that as the truth. And that becomes very difficult. Like, you know, there, people forget so easy about Lloyd Irvin and all the, the shady, gross things that happened around that. I mean, that dude's still in the industry. People forget really? so easy about fight sports and about how that little, that fucking kid got raped. They were still at ABCC. You know, people forget so easy about some of the most egregious, gross shit because someone's good at fighting. Well, okay, wait. I, I am not familiar with this story, and I, I, hopefully I'm not the only one when I ask you this. What, what ha- who is this guy, and what did he do? Um, so there was uh, – it, it was actually made it to the New York Times. So Mo from ABCC was one of the, the major forerunners in calling this out. But in fight sports, there was a, a girl – she was raped as a child. Um, the, the leader of fight sports found out about this, kicked him out. Once he kicked him out, he allowed him back. And the dude started coming back around the gym while the girl who was raped was still training there. Um, and then wind up paying the dude <laughs> severance. Now, off the top of my head, I do believe it was $50,000 severance pay and took care of his lawyer. And then that dude wind up fleeing to Brazil to get away from court. Are you serious? God damn. I wonder why he got so much support from his, from the head because guy or whatever. Because people don't give a shit if you're good at something. <laughs> like, it's oh. sad. It's so fucking okay. sad. So he was just this really good, what, instructor or whatever? And so it's like, ah, you, you touch this one kid, but don't do it again. Well, not really, because, I mean, obviously the guy... He's no longer at the gym. He wind up fully get away from court. He's in Brazil. But if you really want to look it up, just type in fight sports and then New York Times. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely will because I'm, I'm curious about this now. And I'm very interested to see how it all played out because that to me just sounds astonishing that you'd want to invite someone like that back into your, your gym to continue doing any, any number of things. It just doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, a lot of it doesn't make sense. I mean, I deal with people who believe they can knock people out with their mind. So it's hard to, it's hard um, to top that. And unless you sense, push you know? your tongue against the roof of your mouth. You got to push. Lift your big toe. Yes. Lift your big toe. Oh, man. I yeah, love that, the that's how they, you do that. I love the excuses they come up for. This didn't work. It reminds me of that, of that video of that guy who charged straight at that woman. She was supposed to create this invisible energy mind field. bullets. <laughs> of self-defense for herself and he just blasted right into her she's on the floor convulsing he's faking a seizure now god some crazy stuff out there in this world mind bullets that's the thing where you can shoot someone with your mind mind bullets i (laughs) love that it's yeah the 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 lady getting run over is actually something out of a a yellow bamboo that's a cult in bali yes yes thank you i can't remember the name of that group but absolutely crazy insane Ooh. things that goes on with these people why do you think two things one why do you think sexual assaults are so prevalent in these groups and why do you think people will think that they're you know x-men after doing oh, well martial the, arts? The sexual assault's a lot easier to answer than the x-men thing <laughs> um, okay the, the, the sexual assault is pretty simple i mean you already have a hierarchy of structure of power before you even walk in the door like, you're automatically assigning virtues to somebody before you've ever even met them. You're giving them virtues from pop culture, like honor and integrity and respect and discipline. And you're just giving that to somebody you've never met. 
and then you automatically have to fall into their rules the moment you walk in the door, which automatically puts them on a pedestal. So when you walk in, you have to give up some kind of control in order to learn martial arts. You have to. You have to accept that somebody who's in front of you knows more about a subject than you, and not only just any subject, how to literally kill you with their hands. <laughs> and they are better at that than you are. And so there's already a slight level of intimidation, especially for children. And mm -hmm. so now this is their mentor. This is their coach who has honor and integrity and respect. They would never do anything to harm me. That could happen within the first week. That's awful. So it's literally, yeah, I get it. It's, it's the same way, the same reason rape's prevalent in any industry, including film. It's the, I have power over you. I can control you. Okay. Yeah, if, if you could, uh, how would you, I don't know if there's a way to fix it, but I think if anyone was to have an idea of how to fix it, you'd have the best one. How would you rectify that particular circumstance in the community? Um, you know, well, I, I, I do believe the term is Britain, right? Great Britain? Britain? Is that mm -hmm. still the fucking, the, yes. still the country? The, yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, Every time I, th I talk about it, I only talk about specific places like London, but, you know, in, in any way, sorry. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> geography is not my strong suit. So, but in any case, they have something called um, Safe Sport, and Safe Sport is pretty fucking cool. It basically is like a compounding of a lot of different, like, checks and balances to make sure that you're on the up and up before you're allowed to be a coach. So you have to pass sa uh, uh, Safe Sport. I think that if we required people to pass a background check um, locally and federally, because I'm talking about the states, um, I think that if we required martial arts instructors to have CPR and first aid certification, and I think if we had defibrillators on site at martial arts studios, I think that we could literally change the industry on its head overnight if we required those things. That's interesting. So a, re a regulating body of people who can defer to, he could defer to decide who is and who is not legitimate in the industry well, and who like has to, the right I'd to like the to, gym. No, I'd no, like, <laughs> not okay. saying that. See, I didn't, I didn't think that so. at all. I didn't think so from our last no, no, conversation, no, no. but, but I was talking, curious. He's talking about, think of, you took first aid. Yes. Joe, when you go to Joe's gym, Joe has a defibrillator. Everyone's taken first aid. Every, it, you, you take background checks because yeah. you, because yours is a nonprofit. That, you legally have to do background checks. Yeah. But you do because it's a nonprofit, but, not because it's martial arts. But yeah, like not a regulating body, because that's when things get tricky. Because I believe absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think that the moment you have somebody in charge of what's saying, this is legitimate and this is not. Because I'm not here to tell you what is legitimate. All I'm here to do is show you people who break five specific rules. That's it. That's my wheelhouse. If you believe, like for instance, if there are people out there who hate Taekwondo, think Taekwondo is the worst thing ever, it's fake. No, it's not. It's just some shit you don't do. So you don't like it. Most people who go from sport karate, Taekwondo backgrounds wind up being professional stunt performers. And then the people who make fun of them are the same people who go to the movie theaters and buy the ticket and pay and line those people's pockets later on. Like the ultimate yeah. irony. So they talk shit about it, but then they'll watch it on TV. You Thank know, you for standing why? up for Taekwondo. I, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I don't necessarily think there should be a regulating body, but I do think that we should have some things in place that should be required in order to do this for a living. Then my yeah, I agree with that. Then my next question would be, 
If we get all of this in place, what happens to the people who already had gyms and don't qualify or mm. so because we you have people this. what happens to those guys? Yeah, but well I mean that have to close down. That's brilliant because these are the people causing the problems. Okay, final question because we're getting towards the end of the show. Why do you think people think they're X-Men when they take martial arts? <laughs> that is that is a I Twitter think, question. <laughs> I think most people who take martial arts and just from my experience I had a coach tell me that everyone who's in martial arts is a nerd. And I started really thinking about that over the years because he wasn't a dumb man. His name was Tom Kelly. He was the owner of a martial arts team that I was on. So I, I guess not really a coach at that point, but, you know, um, and he was the guy who had the construction company that built all the Fuddruckers, like that chain. Huh. Okay. Um, okay. So he had put together a martial arts team specifically because his daughter wanted to be on a national team. And so he just made one because he had the money. Right? Yeah. And yeah, so why I not? was fortunate enough. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I said, yeah, why not? That's when you have the money, go for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was fortunate enough. I was her martial arts instructor before that ever happened. And so he had a slot available. I worked really hard. I was able to actually get on the team. Um, and then I got to travel and do all that. But I respected the man. He was a hardworking dude. He was not dumb, um, but he was, he was like a simple guy. He didn't need much. He didn't want much, but he was really fucking sharp and observant. And when he said that all martial artists are nerds, it made me think about that because I know he wasn't saying it out of malice. He was saying it as an observation. And I started thinking over the years what that meant. And I think what it means is a lot of us go to martial arts because we are nerds. We might have self-esteem issues. We might not have the outlet that we need. We might overthink things, but then all of a sudden, our nerd thing becomes martial arts. That is what we're obsessed about. That is what we love. And so that's not a bad thing, but with that comes a lot of insecurity. It comes a lot of us needing someone to help us out, needing to grow, needing a community. And even though martial arts is an individual sport, technically, it's very much a community sport. You have to have training partners to make you better. You have to get your ass whooped every once in a while, and you kind of have to have a, a central leader, a sensei. You have to have a person helping you. And sometimes those are single serve. You might go to a gym here and there, do dropping classes, and get a bunch of uh, people to help you out. But in those moments, those people who are helping you grow are your instructor. And so I think that what happens is we become really susceptible to the idea that, you know what, I'm trusting this person. I don't know what I'm doing. They do. They're going to help me. And then once somebody who knows the position they're in, they know that they have power over you. Most of the time, they're doing it because they want to help you. But every once in a while, they can start manipulating you. And it doesn't happen overnight. I don't say, you have superpowers now. It's, it's not like that. Very similar to like Diego Sanchez's situation. It wasn't overnight, you know. Fabia took advantage of him over a long period of time and then yeah. was able to convince him to do some things he probably didn't want to fucking do. But that's yeah. how it goes. That's the process just insane to me that the level of patience and no, and, and self-awareness to know that you are scamming people and putting these ideas in people's heads. You'd think that these it's the con artists and cult leaders are just are, are imbeciles, but they're not. They it, have so much forethought into what's going to on. To fuck someone's head up like that, it's sadistic. It's cruel. And just my observation. I could be wrong, but this is just something I'm learning as I go. 
I don't even think that they think that they're doing something wrong. I think the level of narcissism, they've convinced themselves that they're still in the right. Um, I don't, I think if you talk to any of these guys, like we've, like I've been able to over the years, you'll realize they all have the same thing in common. They don't think they're wrong. Um, the only person I've ever met who was a martial arts con artist who admitted they were wrong is, um, James Hydra. He's the only one who's ever openly admitted to it. Huh? What made you think, uh, what do you think he did that for? Well, I think that he's, well, (laughs) to get deep on you, I think he's atoning. Gotcha. I think that a Tony. Yeah, I making think up for what he, he did. understands that he did wrong, and I think that he understands he's also getting older. And I mm. think a part of him understands that when his life is over, what he left behind is going to be raping children. Uh, he they, he helped. Ugh. He was involved with a gang rape when he was in his twenties of a, a gentleman they drug into a van. Um, he escaped two or three prisons. Um, you know, he was able to fool royalty. He was able to fool scientists. Mm. I mean, I think that he understands that he doesn't want to leave behind just nothing but vile, venomous history. I think he really wants to do something good before he dies. Huh. I like that. I would not have expected that. Uh, we have about 30 seconds left. Guys, make sure you are following McDojo Life. Uh, I know we said we'd give you an update in about December on his show. We'll try and con him into coming back on in January and get an update then. Right, Rob? Everyone's For like sure. really invested in this. Dude, I'm invested <laughs> in this. I keep trying to get him on the show. I'm like, what about now? What about premiere, now? Come on, come everything. on. It's like we're just secretly trying to hear more about this film. So, uh, Rob, well, I appreciate thank you y'all. so much for joining us. Guys, I'm sorry we couldn't give you more info on the film. You guys have written in and asked about it. We will next time. Make sure you're following McDojo Life. I'm Summer Helene. Thank you to my co-host, Beth Yorda. And thank you very, very, very much to our very special guest, Rob, from McDojo Life. We got really deep there at the end. We'll start with that next time. Remember that, guys. You too. I'm putting it on <laughs> Sounds YouTube. Sounds good. You got it. We'll start with that. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.